What's up, everybody? It's been a little while since we've done a fantasy football show. Been a few weeks. It's been too long since we've spoken to our good buddy, Derek Davis, the orange arrow as he goes by and is seen at Paul Brown Stadium. Uh, Derek, how you, how you been doing, man? I think, gosh, when was it? Around the bye? Or when, when was the last time we took the air here? Yeah, it was close to around, I think it might have been the bye week or, or maybe a week later that, that we had this going on. Sorry for the uh, going incognito a little bit. I, you know, I had a few things going on with work and just wasn't able to really make the uh, make the times work. But we're, re- we're ready to rock now. Yeah, Orange Arrow's working uh, overtime at Santa's workshop or something, right? That's what's, uh, <laughs> that's what's happening. But good to, good to be back. The elves. That's right. Good to be back talking with you and uh, good to talk with some of the live listeners here. If you are tuning in live and you got a fantasy football question, whether it's about your lineup or what have you, um, you know, the we're here to answer your questions. And so send those over to us, however you may be tuning in live, whether it's on Cincy Jungle's Facebook page, our YouTube channel, or one of the multiple Twitter accounts that we have linked to this. And then of course, if, uh, if you were unable to join us live, we usually try and do these either Thursday, midday Eastern or Friday, midday Eastern. It's just kind of where our schedules align. So uh, join us live. If you, of course, um, you know, like I said, if you've got a question when you tune in live, if you've got a question for down the road, uh, too, get, you can send those to us and we'll queue those up in terms of fantasy football, et cetera, because it is an important time as it goes to fantasy football lineups and whatnot, because a lot of folks are getting into playoffs and other kinds of things. Uh, I, I've, Derek, believe it or not, I, have gone on a little bit of a streak in a couple of my leagues. So I, I was really, really seller dwelling there. And now I'm, I'm kind of in the mix of, of things. So, um, you know, a couple big games from some Bengal players and from some other players that uh, have really elevated my teams. Hopefully things are going well for you and in, in your leagues too there. But um, I, I guess since we don't have, since it's been a few weeks, uh, what, what are what are some of the players you've seen really rise to prominence and or carry teams really over these past two or three weeks and guys that pl- uh, fantasy football players should be really, really thinking hard about? Um, and I, I actually have a question on, on one of these guys, but uh, a couple of these guys, whether they're Bengal players or not, some players that have been carrying teams in leagues right now. Yeah, um, one guy that I thought has he's, – he's, really come on as of late and he actually just played last week was uh kj osborne and you know i know with adam Thielen being out has really helped him kind of rise in the ranks a little bit but he's he's done really well um you know he had that long what was it a 53 55 yard bomb or something like that last night and um you know ever since week um Ever since yeah, you know, week week thirteen, he's he's really had pretty two pretty solid games in a row. So, but, you know, let's hope that he can kind of keep this up and, and keep continuing into your fantasy playoffs for you. Before we get into some more um, questions and a, a little bit of, of things, first of all, Amistad Knox wants a shout out. AC, can I get a quick shout out? Of course you can, Amistad, for tuning in and for joining us on a Friday. Of course you can get a shout out. We, uh, I, I will give you one. And of course we've got super chats now. So if you want your questions answered in the YouTube channel, if you, uh, 
want to get to the top of the the heap, so to speak, in terms of questions and uh, all kinds of stuff, go ahead and use those. But quickly, you just you kind of mentioned it. A little bit of football talk here that's not fantasy football talk. Interesting stuff going on in the AFC North as evidenced by last night's game. The Steelers were down four plus touchdowns. I think it was 29 to nothing at one point. Came all the way back, made it a one possession game. But now they are essentially, you I mean you would you would think at this point, not eliminated, but They've got a they've got a tough road to climb unless the Bengals, Browns, and or Ravens start really taking a tumble here at the end, which could happen to any one of those teams based on how those schedules are shaping up. I mean, a lot of tough matchups, but the Steelers just appear to not be, you know, who they once were, and of course, not the strongest team in the division this or the weakest team in the division really um, this year. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 really looking bad for them, but. As evidenced last night, it, it almost seems like they can come back in just about any game. So, you know, they've done it against the Chargers. They've done it against Minnesota. They've, they've done it a couple other times this, this year. And it's and and still, with how bad they've looked, they're only, you know, if, if something happens and every team loses this week, they're still right there in it. And, what are they, 6-6-1 you know, six, six right now? Is that their Yeah, 6-6-1. Six, six yeah. So, yeah. Two more win, it, I think two more wins, and they'll be above the Bengals. So it's yep. crazy how how this entire league, or at least the AFC side anyway, is so tight knitted. Yeah, and the other the other element with it, I mean, if the Bengals, I mean, it, it's so hard to gauge these teams from week to week, right? The Ravens are super battered up. They lost to Pittsburgh in Pittsburgh just last last Sunday and then short week Pittsburgh travels and they get uh, essentially stomped for the better part of three and a half quarters um three quarters or so and then they yeah. they end up making a game of it, but they end up losing to Minnesota a team a Minnesota team that has dude get this 12 one possession games of 13 games played unbelievable if I was a Vikings fan I don't know I, I probably would have had a heart attack by now I mean it's like <laughs> believable what they're doing so i mean it's just it's jekyll and hyde all over the league really um i mean there's a handful of teams that are somewhat consistent you look at green bay and arizona cincinnati went wire to wire with green bay i mean so it's 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 all over the place and right now if the Bengals beat the 49ers the ravens lose this week the Bengals now would then leapfrog them and get up, even though their records would be the same, they would have control of the AFC North after this Sunday that take play because the Bengals have beaten them in a head-to-head matchup. So a lot of wacky stuff going on right now. Yeah, it is. And and it, it's crazy how we might end up seeing a a win and win in your end situation as far as taking over the AFC North in, uh, you know, week seven or six, well, next week, week 15. Oh, or is it week 16 where they play Baltimore? Yeah. I mean, I, that one at the end of the year too, Cleveland, if Cleveland turns things yeah. around, um, I mean, Cleveland, Cincinnati, that, that could all of a sudden, just with all the injuries the Ravens have now, I mean, it's just starting to, to pile up on them real quick update on the Bengals. And this will, this will be a nice segue into continuing our conversation on some of the guys um, that uh, we we should be looking at Stephen Flower on. I hope I'm saying that right. Could be, I don't know. 
Uh, will be will Burrow be playing Sunday? Let me share this with you here. This is from Kelsey Conway of the Cincinnati Inquirer. Um, this is a, a tweet she put out earlier here. Um, the the besides missing Logan Wilson, the Bengals have rebounded well in terms of injury news. Jadobia Wuzier, T. Higgins, Joe Burrow all appear to be able. Uh, all appear to be able to play barring any setbacks. That list should also, some more reports also talking about Joe Mixon should be able to play as well because he's had an illness this week. Um, and so that, uh, you know, uh, that, that issue is, has seemingly remedied itself, not a COVID thing. It's just uh, something that, you know, I guess a little bug that he's had and it's, it's been better. So a lot of Bengals set to play that said, uh, Derek, the one of the players that's been carrying a lot of teams, I mean, two guys we mentioned there, um, really T, T Higgins and Joe Mixon. Let's let's kind of focus in on the T Higgins Jamar Chase situation with the Bengals here. Um, it's been a little bit different for folks. I mean, Jamar Chase carried, carried, carried a bunch of teams early in the season. And now it's turning into T Higgins, who had a career day last week against the Chargers, two straight 100 yard games. And now I don't know really what to expect. You know, Chase had uh, the potential for a big play last week, bobbled it, turned into an interception. That was like a 14 point swing. Chase has gotten in the end zone a couple of times. The yards haven't been in, been there. So I don't know, man, what what are you making about, about this going forward? And, which guys to play. I mean, Tyler Boyd in that picture as well. I mean, he had 80, 80 some yards last week as well, a 17 yard per catch average. So, I mean, he's getting in the mix a little more too. Yeah. So um, I really think the way, the way to beat San Francisco, it seems like is against the, against the, uh, their, their defensive backs and, you know, in the passing game. And um, I, I can't remember Paul Danner Jr. said, what their run defense was. And I think that was kind of a strength on strength kind of thing. And um, so I, I look for really all three of these guys and CJ Uzama to be heavily involved. Um, you know, especially if, uh, you know, God forbid we do get down and we have to go into a, a straight drawback passing situation again. Um, but yeah, I actually T Higgins is, ranked wide receiver 13 in PPR leagues and Jamar Chase is wide receiver nine. So they're both, everybody seems to be thinking that they're both going to be involved in the, you know, like you said, last week had Jamar caught that ball, they both would have had great games. So it's just kind of a, um, it all comes down to one catch really for, for Jamar Chase. He can, he can do it all in one play kind of like the, uh, the, the way Deshaun Jackson used to do, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, the Let's see here. If, if had you been listening to our program, Derek, you would have heard me talk about the 49ers defense. Their past defense. Maybe. Go ahead. I was going to say, maybe that's the one I heard then because I, re- I remember I listened to so many Bengals conversations <laughs> and so many podcasts that they all start to tend to blend in, and I can't remember who said it. So, well, I'm just we'll give you, you the credit on that one. Uh, well, no, I'm just giving you hell. Actually, just to remind folks, the Niners actually their pass defense is kind of decent. Um, they are tied for sixth 
in terms of touchdown passes allowed with 17, and they are third in terms of overall passing yards allowed. Um, it's it's kind of actually the run defense where they're kind of middle of the road there. So, um, you know, but it's, I think to your point a little bit, there's not the, you know, the Richard Shermans and others in, in the defensive backfield, the star, star, stars that they have had. It's really a lot of pressure up front. And then, of course, the run offense, controlling the clock, that sort of thing. Run left if you're the San Francisco 49ers. Good God, go run left. <laughs> um, yeah. But that's, uh, you know, that's a little bit what's, what's going on there. Now, with Chase and Higgins, I got this question. I'm going to I'm going to save it for you a buddy of mine he's he always hits me up during fantasy football season and it's just random one-off questions about you know Bengals players he says uh i need your boy t higgins to come up big for me this week or i start chuba hubbard as my flex and it was kind of like is that a question or a statement I, i took it as a question so i said you know higgins on a tear the last two games coming off career highs and catches and yards last week. Um, 49ers pass defense is good, blah, blah, blah. And he's kind of saying, survey says, I'm like, I, I don't know. It depends on who you have, obviously. But if you had, if you were going to play Chuba Hubbard, because Christian McCaffrey is still on IR there, I think. So um, if you're going to go Chuba Hubbard with the flex position or T Higgins, what would you play there? I, I said, is it a, a PPR league? And he said, it's a half a half a PPR, half a point, I guess, for PPR. Yeah, so actually, um, Chuba Hubbard is one of my um, – I've changed it from starts and sits to flex and fade because it just like sounded that. better, in in my opinion. But flex he is actually my uh, – like yeah, exactly, right? But yeah, he's he's my running back starter of the week this week, or flex of the week. You know, he's, he's ranked right outside that top 24 at uh, running back 26. And I just I think that he will finish within that top 24 for sure. But like you said, T. Higgins has been on a tear these last two weeks, and it seems like they are starting to figure out how to utilize all of these weapons and get them all involved and get them all to to produce. So I if I was choosing, I would say go with T Higgins. Most cases you want to go with that running back because they, they touch the ball more, but T Higgins is just a different kind of, uh, kind of player there. And, and if they, if they do decide to bracket T this week, then I'll be wrong. But I think, I think defenses are going to have to start playing that playing the, the Bengals offense straight up and not, fade one way or the other because they're showing week after week that if you do it this way we'll beat you this way if we you do it this way we'll beat you this way and it's I mean yeah they haven't been winning every single week but they're showing teams that you can't just try to take one guy out of the out of the situation so yeah the other thing too is how you know what the formula for success for the Bengals in you know coming out of the bye was either keep the game manageable or close, run the football, and then, you know, hit, hit some timely passes, maybe some big plays here and there. And last week, the thing got out of control so much so soon um, before they could really blink. It was 24 nothing, right? So um, yeah. they just, you know, they, they kind of got a, had, were forced to get away from the game plan there. But I did notice, I, I felt like, I don't know if you felt this way, but when T got that first touchdown catch where he kind of high pointed it over a couple of defenders in the end zone, the way he looked, he might as well 
have been wearing a number 18 jersey. That was AJ Green-esque <laughs> in terms of just how his body build was in that play and how he got up and just snagged the ball over some defenders. That was very, very AJ Green-esque, and I got I got a little flashback there. Yeah, I, it, and it was crazy. He just kind of – he done that AJ Green where you go up and you kind of contort your body to do basically whatever you need to do to catch the ball, and it's just – I'm I'm excited for years to come with with these the way these receivers are playing. Yeah, so we've got a a, a few more minutes here. We're going to be here for about uh, you know fifteen ish or so minutes. Um, we've got a, a couple other. If you got some questions, leave those in one of the live chats. We'll get to as many. We've already got to a couple of them here. Um, yeah, Robert Allen says we win, Ravens lose. We are back in first place. Yes, I just said that, Robert. You're right on cue. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Uh, hey, so look. A couple of AFC North quarterbacks have been both extremely productive, but also a little bit turnover heavy. And one of which, unfortunately, is with the Bengals. So there's Joe Burrow. And the other guy I want to talk about is Lamar Jackson. So let's start with Joe Burrow, since we're kind of on the Bengals train here, if you will. Joe Burrow, um, you know, leads the league in interceptions, is also up there for touchdown passes and total touchdowns up there kind of for yards. He still has a really good passer rating, et cetera, et cetera. The thing that's plaguing him a little bit more now over the past few weeks, uh, it, there was none going into the bye. And now there are two lost fumbles here by uh, by Burrow. And so that was a little bit of an issue last year, just taking the hits and sacks. And now it's kind of coming back here again. And of course, last week, infamously, the first one he took that he fumbled the ball uh, dislocated his pinky there. So that that's not a good good issue. But playing Burrow, I mean, he's still a starting quarterback in fantasy leagues, right? I mean, you're still you still got to kind of ride or die with him. The, the thing with it also is, uh, you know, in those two wins, a little bit lower passing yards, right? It's not the, the bombs away, big plays to chase type of thing. Last week, he, he put up more stats, but also had you know, three, three turnovers on his own. So, you know, how are you feeling about playing Joe Burrow going forward, especially when you're playing a 49ers team, you're going to be playing the Ravens. You're going to be playing the chiefs. You're going to be playing the Browns, all these kind of big matchups here. Is, is he still a, a viable QB one in fantasy leagues in your eyes? Yeah, he's actually um, tied for, I think like fifth, in the league in touchdowns with 23 tied mm -hmm. tied with Aaron Rodgers. And um, I, I actually, once again, Burrow is one my, my quarterback flex of the week. It, if, mm. if you're noticing the trend here, there's uh there's several Bengals on, on the uh, guys that I like this week, just because it, he showed, he showed a lot last week. In, in my eyes, and I think he showed it in the world's eyes, you know, the kind of guy he is. He's that gritty, I'm going to do whatever it takes to win quarterback and chop this pinky off if if, if it's hurt me that much, you know what I mean? So he's at, he's ranked uh, quarterback 14 on the week this week, and I, I could see him finishing in, in the top 12. Um, in passing yards, I think he's right up there. Just behind Josh Allen, I believe, um, with 30, what is it, 3,100 yards or close to that. So, you know, he he's in that top 10 in, in fantasy leagues right now. So I, I look for him to uh, to keep that up. 
Okay, now Lamar Jackson, he's kind of come under scrutiny now. Obviously, he's putting up a lot of points because of the additional ability with his legs and whatnot, but still a little, I mean, comparative to other years, still not the same kind of year we've become accustomed to from Lamar Jackson. I mean, the Ravens are still right in the thick of things. They lead the AFC North. He's having still a very good year, but he's turning the ball over, at least interception-wise, a little bit more than he has been in the past. So, um, I mean, again, probably a silly question. It's not so much do you sit a Joe Burrow, do you sit a Lamar Jackson? Is it more kind of a fantasy owner beware um, because like how their teams are, it's it, it's a little bit of a mixed bag from week to week. Yeah, so really the only thing that worries me about Lamar Jackson, the past three weeks he, he hasn't broke um, 20 fantasy points. And mm. it, it's really the, the thing that worries me most about Lamar is he seems to not be that quarterback. And I hate saying this because, you know, I don't want to. I don't want to slight the guy at all because he is a fantastic talent. But he he seems like he can't always come or play in that comeback. You know, quick pass, get the ball out of, out of my hands, and, and moves the, as everybody likes to say, matriculate the ball down the field. Hmm. Um, and and that I think that's hurting him. You know, the past three weeks, I think he has. Yeah, 253 yards passing last week against Pittsburgh, 165 and 238, 266. Yeah, yeah. You know, he's not really – I know 300-yard markers kind of like that everybody says, can we if, – if a quarterback can throw for 300 yards, he's probably going to have a good fantasy day. So when you're not throwing for that much and, and you're getting, you know, the past three weeks, he has yet to break 100 yards rushing. Um, you're just not going to create that, do that well in, in, in fantasy. So it'll be, it'll be interesting to see this week against Cleveland, what, what he's able to do. Yeah. Uh, again, just kind of a little bit of a mixed bag here with, with Lamar. I mean, he's still playing overall pretty well, but from a fan, fantasy perspective, um, you know, there's, there's, there are some kind of concerns, I guess there. Anybody else yeah. that I mean, I, I kept hammering you with with some of these uh, players here. Any 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 others that you're thinking? Hey, this is a, a good good spot here. Yeah, one guy that I'm that I'm really liking this week, and it it all depends on what Darren Waller is going to do. Is Foster Moreau? Um, he's really mm-hmm. kind of really shown himself in the past couple weeks, um, and I just I I don't know what it is about him that. He just – it seems like all those guys on, on Vegas, or in Vegas are just kind of – other than Darren Waller, they're those um, – I don't even know what, what you would call them. They're just – they're not really doing much, and yet every week they're – you. I, I forget who it was, but I saw somebody on Twitter said that um, the the wide receiver, whose name is escaping me Hunter right Renfro? now. Hunter, Hunter Renfro yeah, has more crazy, receiving yeah. yards than DK Metcalf this year. I mean, it's, it's crazy. And they had a picture of DK Metcalf, and it says one of the, and one of, of Hunter Renfro, and it says one of these guys has more receiving yards than the other. Which one do you think it is? And of You're course, right. it was it that DK guys, picture the, with his shirt off and everything. Yeah, the body build of each one of those guys <laughs> is just like polar opposites. But yeah, yeah. Right. 
Well, Tyson Casey says Renfro is out, so maybe that'll help. And, uh, you know, uh, back up what you're saying there about Foster Moreau. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity. But giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's Insight Assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. Okay, we've got a few more minutes here before we get to some lines and picks. Uh, really interesting line in the Bengals game, too. That has fluctuated quite a bit, so we'll we'll talk about that. But before we do, I want to tell you all about Symbol. And Symbol is the sponsor of our show and an appropriate one, such as an episode like this, where we talk fantasy football, we talk the lines, etc. But this is not necessarily the same thing as those types of sports gambling. Symbol, S-I-M-B-U-L-L, and the website, of course, is symbol.com backslash OBI. <sighs> is more of a stock trading type of platform where you can buy shares of stocks in certain teams, whether it's the Bengals, another NFL team, other sports, you can get involved there. And of course, you can make money off teams you're either passionate about or where you see an opportunity, short-term, long-term, what have you. And on top of that, if you are a listener of this show, which I assume you are if you're hearing my voice and hearing this ad read here, you can use our promo code OBI, of course, short for Orange and Black Insider, when you sign up and they are giving a 90-day protection plan up to $500 of your money, meaning within the first three months that you are going in there and you're tinkering around, you're buying things, maybe things aren't going your way, which is probably a rarity because they're showing a lot of confidence in their product here, but they will protect your money, your deposit up to $500, meaning if you are dissatisfied with what's going on and you want to bail out, then you can within that 90-day window and they will refund your money. But you got to use the promo code OBI. You got to go to symbol, S-I-M-B-U-L-L dot com slash OBI. And like I said, use that promo code, check it out. Happy to be partnering with Symbol as always a great product. And I think my colleague here was a savvy investor. He was a ground level guy in the Bengals, I believe. Right, Derek? And uh, Absolutely. I don't know what you've done with those shares there, but uh, I, I know holding that, that, that you've, you're holding them. I'm holding them. Waiting yeah, on that I Super Bowl win. I think they've doubled, right? I mean, it's basically doubled. Yeah, it, it, yeah I got them, got them for like $15 or $20 or something like that. And yeah. And it's just they're they're up to in in the fifties still. So. Yep, they're usually hovering in the fifties now. That's what I've been noticing. And Lindsay, hello, saying hello to Orangero and myself. Good to see you again, Lindsay, on our Facebook chat. All right, 
couple more minutes and then we will bow on out of here as always Derek I am grateful for your time and your knowledge that you bestow upon us because I know I am in dire need even though I gotta brag a little bit each one of my leagues I've been like on a little tear here so uh but still I mean doesn't help when you started off like one and seven and then you get on a four game win streak you know what I mean it's just like oh well I was about to say maybe maybe you took all my luck because in my uh, in my work league I've lost like five in a row. Oof, oof. It was, yeah. It's been rough. Now I need yeah. I need to win this week to get in the playoffs. So, well, here you go. Here, I mean, it may be a little late for some in terms of survival leagues. Some survival leagues. By the way, if you're lasting this long, congratulations to you. This it's hard <laughs> to to last this long, but. Either survival picks or if you are betting on the lines, and this is, of course, thelines.com, not a sponsor, but just a cool site because it gives you a number of different outlets in terms of where where you, the lines are and where you can place bets. So the, the Steelers and Vikings obviously done now. So maybe you know some leagues allow you to pick uh, beyond the Thursday game and just pick for Sunday or Monday night. Some don't. Just depends. So you still may have a little bit of time in survival pool. Obviously, we're going to bypass that game there because it's in the books but browns ravens i i you know three points the ravens have it it's in cleveland but i i would kind of just stay away from that the ravens are beat up uh browns are coming off a bye who knows how recharged they are they they claim that they are recharged divisional game for me i would stay away from that personally but i don't know if you've got different thoughts no yeah that it's actually the survivor pick for me this week which and um, if I if I was still going, would be uh, the Seattle Seahawks. You know, you haven't yeah. really wanted to to play them any in Survivor just because of how how bad they've looked. But they're going up against the Houston Texans. They're nine nine to nine and a half point favors, depending on where you're getting it at. And um, it just seems like a like an easy pick for me. Yeah, the other one that's so just from a line standpoint. Here are a couple from the later games. Okay, the Giants go to L.A. to play the Chargers, and a lot of people are up Mm -hmm. on the Chargers based on them beating the Bengals pretty handily in Cincinnati last week. I get it, but the Chargers are facing a lot of COVID issues on their team to important players, and we also know how Jekyll and Hyde that team has been. So Mm -hmm. they are 9.5-point favorites, essentially 9.5 or 10-point favorites, meaning they would have to win by 10 or 11 points depending on who you go with there. That may be one where you take the Giants in the spread. I don't know. Um, again, traveling all that way may may play a part in that. But with the COVID stuff and other issues kind of going going with the Chargers, I don't know. That one's kind of intriguing to me. Yeah, so the only thing that was worrying me about that is, and I'm looking it up right now just to make sure, is um, Daniel Jones, is he, is he playing this week? I got to I got to double check that. That's that's also affecting that. So, yeah. So, yeah, if if Daniel if if Danny Dimes isn't playing, that that would be a stay away for me as far as bets go. Um just because I don't really know and I think I think even Glenn uh Glennon got hurt. So, if I remember correctly, I think they were it, there was a good chance that uh Jake from State Farm will be starting at quarterback this week for them. And I've never seen the kid play, so I couldn't really tell. I don't know. Was he – I think he came out of your guys' conference, didn't he? 
Jake Fromm? Yeah. Uh, no, that's that's Jacob Eason. I think you're you're thinking of. He was oh, the Washington okay. kid. Yeah. Fromm was Fromm was the kid from Georgia. Um, oh and, yeah, that's uh, right. That's right. Yeah, and then he was he was drafted by the Bills, and so and then I think they they cut him, and so now he's with the Giants. So that would be yeah, that would be an interesting one. The Daniel Jones deal. There's reports saying there's suffered structural damage in neck. Yikes. Um, yeah, and then Joe Judge is refuting a report that it's long term. So I, I, yeah, I maybe that causes you to stay away there. But I don't know, man. It's just there's some wackiness there. And then of course we go to a couple of others at the at the bottom here, and then we will hop on out of here. But Niners and Bengals. The Bengals were originally favorite in this game, and that has flipped. Now I think that flipped because of the early week injury situation, right? Mm -hmm. uh, at least that's my impression of it. Maybe Vegas is looking at last week as well, and they are seeing something. Now, I I, I don't know, man. I Now, 49ers are favorite flip-flopped uh, drastically. I mean, basically by, I think, four or five points, right? Or three or four points, I think, at this point. Yeah, it, um, it started as, uh, I think the Bengals were one-and-a-half point favorites, yeah. and it's flipped all the way to Bengals getting one-and-a-half. So, that that is actually a, one of my best bets of the week, and um, I've actually got several best bets of the game of the week in this game specifically. Um, the first thing is the Bengals at plus one and a half. I don't really like that because if you're going to take the Bengals that close, you might as well take the money line because they're not going. I don't think they're they're not the type of team to win by only one point. So. If you think the Bengals are going to win, there's more money in the money line. It's a uh, plus 107 versus a minus 108 for getting that one-and-a-half point spread. So go ahead and take that. And then on on that same game, I think the implied point total of, of the Bengals is 23-and-a-half. So I'll take that over all day. I, I can't remember. I think – has it only been one game – or maybe two games this year where they have scored under 23 points? Uh, the Bengals? Yes. Uh, that sounds correct. Yeah, I need to go back and check, but that sounds correct. They're putting up a lot more points this year. Yeah, so that that seemed like an easy uh, easy money bet for me. And then um, since he to score over two and a half touchdowns, you've seen week after week after week, either Burrow gets two or Mixon gets two. And all they need is one more to hit that over. And then the other bet on this game was uh, Cincy's field goals over one and a half. Mm -hmm. I like that one a lot as well. Okay. Well, a lot of bets in the Niners-Bengals game there that uh, could be beneficial to you. Really, the last one I want to look at here is the Bears and Packers. Um, you know, I, I think on its head, you go, okay, well, the Packers just should take care of business. It's in Lambeau. It's on Sunday night, et cetera. Bears are getting back Justin Fields, who I think is going to be starting this week, if I if I have heard that correctly. The Packers, uh, you know, and Aaron Rodgers made some waves a couple of weeks ago saying, I own you to the Bears fans in <laughs> Chicago when he, when he went in. And that's been a talking point in a lot of major outlets this week. I don't know how well the Bears are going to respond. Their coach is on the hot seat. Regardless, I don't see the Bears winning, but divisional game, two old, old rivals, 12 and a half points, man. I I don't, I, I mean, 13 point game? I don't know. I don't know that I see that. Yeah, there's there's actually three divisional games that I love as far as bets go this week. Um, 
this is one of them. Thir- like you said, 13 and a half points seems like a lot for for this one. So that that's one I would I would definitely look at the um, the green or not Green Bay side, but the Chicago Bears side or 12 and a half in some places. But I like the Chicago Bears side of that one. Um, and another one is Vegas over or plus nine and a half for Kansas City, and then to to round out the show, the Tennessee Titans are getting or the I'm sorry, the Jacksonville Jaguars are getting nine points against the Tennessee Titans, and without all of their weapons, it, I think the only guy they have available is Julio Jones, who they'll be playing one wide receiver sets. It seems like, but um, I just don't. I know it, it's crazy to bet to bet on Jacksonville, but I just nine points in a divisional game seems like a lot to me. I, I would agree with you. Well, those are some of the best bets in terms of games and lines, et cetera, as well as some fantasy football sits, starts, et cetera. So are you going to be at the game this, this Sunday, Derek? Unfortunately, I will not be at the game this week. I had to sell my tickets. We had a uh, babysitter situation, so we wasn't able to uh, get the babysitter lined up. Normally, 1 o'clock games is no big deal, but, you know, when it starts later. getting later on in the evening, yeah. it's yeah. just it, it gets hard for the babysitters. Well, regardless, enjoy the game. Enjoy your slate of football this weekend. Thank you for passing on your knowledge. He does still have a, a fantasy show on YouTube, so go check out the Orange Arrow Fantasy Show. Um, I think you're going to reboot that back up a little bit once the, the day job schedule or the night job schedule, I guess, uh, calms yeah. down a little bit. So yeah. uh, go go check that out, and I hope you all have a great weekend. I hope it's successful for you in the betting and or fantasy football front. Go check out Symbol at simbull.com slash OBI, and have a great, great rest of your weekend. Derek, I'll talk to you soon, bud. Real quick, I want to yep. give a huge shout-out to a good, good, dear friend of mine. Happy birthday, Joe Burrow. <laughs> is it his birthday today i should know that yeah it's it's his birthday today all right near and dear yeah good good <laughs> good friend of the show that's right right uh, right right yeah good shout out all right take it easy Derek. all right see you